Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Power Word Crit. I'm Ander, and I will be your keeper this evening, as we are back in Monster of the Week. And with me today are some wonderful players that you know and love. I am Kayla, and I am playing Avery O'Grady, the Flake. I'm Corin, and I'm playing Hannah Mae Sullivan, the Mundane. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Val, the Science Gal. And I'm David, and I'm playing Martin Gross, who is himself. <laughs> Maybe. Whatever that is. Yeah. He, we found out he's a little... an old lady and old man killer. Mm, we found out about that last time. Helper. He helps old ladies and old men hmm. to cross the breach. So here's our recap from last time. The team was entering the old cod and ran into Mark Newbridge, the owner of a boat rental business and now ex-member of the Lascogee Anglos Club. Mark was initially brusque, but after the team mentioned that they were looking for Red, he agreed to meet them the following morning. Once inside the cod, the patrons were pretty cold, but the barkeep Darby seemed friendly enough. Avery learned from Darby that word around town is that Red went to visit his sister out of state, but Avery suspects that to be a lie. Ah, euphemisms. Hannah followed one of the waitstaff out behind the bar, offering some cash for answers to questions about the Anglers Club. Unfortunately, Hannah's weird questions sketched out the waitress, leaving her to snoop around outside. While there, she had a psychic showdown with a spooky old man, but proceeded to run away. Back inside, Martin did some looking around and through his spiritual sight, discovered that someone felt strongly about getting rid of Red. During all of that, he took the opportunity to help old Albert at the bar pass on. This caused quite a stir, and Avery faked hysterics to let Val and Martin slip out before the paramedics arrived. Later, the team regrouped at the van and made their way back to the clamshell inn. Hannah did some looking at the occult PDF she downloaded, but got a pretty good scare when the words started to shift and change. Once they arrived at the hotel, there was an ambulance outside and the team made the connection that Martin's life-taking ability is something dangerous and needs to be kept a watch on. And so you all bedded down in your respective rooms and made a night of it. So during the night, could I have checked my electro blaster and goo gun to make sure that they're still operational? Sure. I will make you roll for it. Okay. But your dip in the lake has caused some issues. Uh-oh. Can I fix them? Yeah, you can. I think until you do so, there will be a problematic side effect if you fail using them. Okay. So I'll have to wait until I can get into the van in the morning to actually fix them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. One of them may already be unreliable, but it's extra unreliable. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think that's my Electro Blaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So extra unreliable yeah. <laughs> Electro Blaster. <laughs> oh, no. They're both unreliable. So there you go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're both extra unreliable. Mm-hmm. Fun Me- times, guys. Means that any misses will, with them will be messy. They're both already considered messy. like i say extra yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right what about the rest of you guys what do you guys do research research yes research lots of research so hannah i did wake up periodically in the middle of the night to make sure that martin was still in the bed was he still in the bed I think at some point you check periodically, and for the most part, Martin is asleep. But sometime around, you know, 12 o'clock midnight or something, you go out and check, and Martin is staring out the window. 
not saying anything, just staring. So with that, I'm going to go into my bag and I'm going to grab a little piece of tape. You know, like what they used to do at <laughs> band trips to make sure nobody went out of their doors on, on overnight stays and tape the inside of the door to make sure that if Martin leaves, I will know because the sticky will be off. Oh, okay. And then I'll say, hi, Martin, and go back to bed. Night. You've got a pretty unique morning routine, right? I do. So in the morning, I'm up at 5.30 because I decided to sleep in because I was waking up periodically. I'm a little tired. And then I'm going to listen to my favorite podcast, which is one of those motivational podcasts that tell you how to live your life and how to be a billionaire before 30. And then I'm going to do my morning stretches for about 10 minutes, realize that I don't have the fixings for my green smoothie, gosh darn it. And then I'm going to get over my my sadness and my anger that I forgot to pack all this stuff. I'm gonna let it go through a nice, relaxing, mind-opening meditation. And this is a meditation that I learned in one of my quote-unquote empath classes. I found that it really works to just keep you grounded. So I am going to put my legs into the crisscross applesauce position, face towards the lake because it is very beautiful. And about five minutes in, have my eyes closed and I'm going to open up my mind. And I'm going to use one of my new abilities called Tune In. And this is from another playbook. And it says, you can attune your mind to a monster or minion. So I'm going to accidentally do this. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I do not realize that I'm doing this, but Hannah was taught to stay in the present moment. To do that, she's focusing on the current mission at hand and inevitably the monster itself. So I'm going to tune in. Okay. Go ahead and roll plus weird on that. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So is it a monster or minion? How How is this chosen? Uh, I choose it. Yeah, oh, this okay. is typically done... You can attune your mind to a monster or minion, and it's usually intentional, but we're kind of spinning this as that it's a little unintentional. So I may choose one of them for you. Okay, that's fine. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Hannah's really good at opening up her mind, not so much closing it. So <laughs> she's opening up her mind, and she's focusing on the task at hand, and of course the monster itself comes to mind. So, I'm going to go tune in. Plus weird, right? Mm-hmm. I got a seven. Nice. So, it says on a seven to nine, hold one. Do you have questions that you can ask? So, my mind is wandering. I'm thinking to the lake, thinking about the monster, what it is, why is it here? And I think in tune in, one of the questions I can ask is, where is the creature right now? And so, that's mm -hmm. the one I'm choosing. So, Hannah, your mind reaches out. You're, you've been reviewing your past day and your experiences, particularly that terrifying experience under the water. Your mind reaches out and latches onto that presence and follows it. Right now, you feel that presence and it is deep and it is dark and it is underwater. You feel that looking out towards the lake, you have almost kind of this double vision of what you can see and what you feel in your mind's eye. Your gaze is drawn towards Goose Egg Island. As I open up my eyes, I realize that there's a notebook in my hand and I have been writing down everything 
just un unbeknownst to myself, I've, I've just been jotting all this stuff down. And there's also a little sketch of a goose egg with a bunch of arrows pointing to it. I look at it and go, huh, that's weird. Hey, Martin, are you up? Yes. We should look over the manual because the handbook says that we need to have five to ten minutes of manual study every day to make sure that we are totally up to date on everything. Okay. And we do so. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those instances where it's like buddy review where... One person's like actively reading it and like, okay. And then the other person's just kind of like sitting there staring at the book and not turning pages. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, Martin will turn pages periodically. <laughs> Martin is the page turner and I'm the active reader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> turn the page, Martin. So Martin, I know that you mentioned that just kind of in passing that you were staring out in the middle of the night. That was for a definite reason. And you felt a spike in energy at some point during the night. All right. Did it happen some sort of... um? On the spiritual level, on the, the astral level, could, what was I seeing? Because my ability is the sight, of course. I'm a medium. The evil just... <sighs> evil aura around the lake. I think that it was a a pulse. Did it twinge and affect things around it? Could, could I see the auras of the things around me as they kind of got whipped about by this otherworldly pulse or wind or shudder or whatever it was? Maybe it left a taint or some sort of a, you know, no. passing faint mark on things as it affected them. Yeah, that all sounds really cool to me. Okay. I like all of that. I think that also you feel an increase in spiritual energy in the lake itself. In that there is more there than there was. I'm not sure if there's a role I can make for this or not. Is it growing or waking up? You could investigate a mystery here. And one of your questions could be, what happened here? Or what is it going to do? All right. Investigate a mystery is sharp. That is correct. That is an eight. So on a seven to nine, you get hold one. One of the questions. All right. What happened here? There is a growth. Excellent. So as we're in the middle of studying... Turn the page, Martin, please. Martin turns the page... It's growing. Um, well, yeah, the manual tends to grow every year. Um, because they just can't put, don't do stupid things in here. They have to define what the stupid is. I think that was maybe in an early edition of the manual. Just don't do stupid things. <laughs> Seven <laughs> is the reason why the manual grew. <laughs> so Martin replies with, that's also true. What's growing? Oh. Martin points out to the lake the presence I, I open up my journal and say this one and it shows like a bunch of arrows to the goose egg and like a creepy tentacle monster and a bunch of notes about like growing hunger from yesterday and like the stuff that I felt deep 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 in the lake were there any spiritual tentacle residue in this presence spiritual tentacle residue hmm. I mean she's showing me a picture of a tentacle so I mean it could be I shrug. Eh. <laughs> Was it over by the lake? I point towards the lake again. And like like the Goose Island specifically? I look out the window. There is an island out there. But it's a big lake. Cool beans. So at that moment, like one of my alarms go off. Oh, okay. I got five more minutes of journal writing. And then let's go get some breakfast for everybody. Sound good? I, I hear that there's a continental breakfast. We could probably just grab a bunch of stuff, right? Maybe. Cool. 
Martin turns the page. Thank you. Hey guys, where's Avery? Um, that's a good question. She hasn't come down yet. Yeah, I need the I need the keys to the van. <laughs> oh yeah, <Why>? you do. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we should have multiple keys to the van? Uh, I don't think the agency can afford it. <laughs> Budget cuts. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Our cheap company. Val, you could probably manufacture keys. It's true. <laughs> you could fabricate them. <laughs> I'll put that on my to-do list. <laughs> it's probably not even hard to yeah. fabricate keys I mean, to the van. <laughs> well, it's probably old enough that it's not one of the fancy keys. <laughs> After like 10 minutes, if we don't see Avery, I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm going to go up to her room. And at that moment, Hannah slams down her hands and goes, Oh, no! And she's looking at the manual again. Oh no, I screwed up! Oh no! What? Oh no, I need to confess that I messed up. I ruined this whole investigation. And I'm going to run towards the elevator. Can you wait until we get Avery? I run to the elevator. I think she's going to Avery. (laughs) I follow after her. Martin, Martin, you're coming with us. Oh. We're not leaving you alone. I've got, I've also, in, I've got under my arm the manual, and in one hand I've got cranberry juice, and in one hand I've got orange juice. Oh, gosh. And I, I press the thing with the, or I press the up button with the, my elbow. Come on, come on, come on, come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. Does your elbow reach it, or does Val actually <laughs> my elbow does not reach hand it, no. in and press the button for Thank you? Thank you. Oh, my gosh, I ruined this whole thing. I'm so sorry. Is Martin behind me when I look behind myself? He's there. Okay, good. The whole elevator ride, Hannah's just panicking and carefully trying to not splash the juices. But of course, in her panic, she splashed a little bit on herself. And when Val sees that, she's going to take them and hand them to Martin. Thank you. <laughs> Martin will hold them. Martin's probably got a pretty good, pretty steady hand. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. why I gave them to Martin. <laughs> and as the door opens, I, I dash down the hallway and just start knocking furiously on Avery's door. Avery, I'm so sorry. I messed up the investigation. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so uh, Avery opens the door and she's like, oh, good. You guys are here. And you, I messed up. I was going to describe what she looked like, but um, I don't know if Hannah's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Val is definitely looking. <laughs> so, Val, you notice that Avery's hair is like sticking up in all places. She's wearing the same clothes that she did the night before. Mm. There were bags under her eyes. Her makeup's a little smeared. Like it definitely never was washed off from the evening before. Right. And she's got that wide-eyed, like crazy-eyed look on her face. Oh, no. You just hear her going, it makes, it just, it doesn't, it may make sense, but it doesn't make sense. And uh, Hannah, where are you talking about? Hannah, are you okay? I messed up. I'm so sorry. This is going to go on my permanent record, isn't it? Yes. Oh, no. No, it won't. (laughs) Come on in, come on in. Hannah, I think we have bigger issues. Avery, did you sleep last night? No, 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 no. I was too busy and I threw open my door. And you can see post-it notes ever. You know the little, <laughs> you know that pad that you get in motels, like where you're supposed to jot down notes right. and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are everywhere <laughs> on the wall. I don't know where Avery found tape, but she found tape. <laughs> and they're all on the walls. And I think she must have procured some printer paper as well because we ran out, she ran out of notes. Mm. 
Is it is it on one wall or is it on all the it's walls? It's on all the walls <laughs> because there is a lot of information. Is not going to be happy with us. <laughs> I mean, it, it's tape. It's not pins in the wall. And <laughs> she must have gone to the van or something to get some red string because there's I don't know where she got red string is going across the room and mostly it's dedicated to like on the same wall but occasionally it reaches from one wall to the other wall like opposite wall and so you have to almost like play a laser a, maze it's a laser maze you have to like oh, play no. limbo to get <laughs> under areas or something and so yeah yeah yeah. okay i was working on this all night there's so much information and it was just i just couldn't go to sleep i had to work it out and so if you see here we've got like the monster over here on this wall and then we've got the fishing competition over here. And then I've got all of our players. And don't ask where she got the pictures, but she's got pictures of everybody so far. <laughs> and they're all on the wall. <laughs> Val, for a moment, is very impressed and wishes that Eerie had this kind of capability. <laughs> <laughs> Avery is the better Eerie. <laughs> oh. I mean, only machines can only imitate as well as they can be built. It's true. <laughs> only for conspiracies is uh, Avery this good. <laughs> And so she's like walking through and trying to put things together and everything we've learned together. So, Hannah, what was wait, Hannah, what was wrong? I okay. So when I went when I went to go talk at the 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 person outside and I was paying him money to try paying her money to try and like um get some information, I realized. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I realized I I mixed up how to interrogate someone the right way solo edition with how to interrogate someone the right way duo edition, and I I freaked them out. And so now I think I've ruined our investigation because now they're gonna tell everybody in the town who we are and that I'm really creepy and we're not gonna get anywhere near it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, it won't be the worst issues we've had on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Hannah. Did you kill someone? No, I don't. Did I? Did I kill someone? Did I get somebody dead? No, you did. No, I look at Martin. Martin is currently looking at the wall intently. You know, he's clearly found uh, fascinating something there. Probably the symbol. <laughs> By the way, the is there a string covering all over above the bed? Uh, that that one... would have prevented Avery from sleeping anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> that may have been where she put the lurker symbol. So okay. yes, <laughs> I need to, I need to go clean up, but I don't want to mess up your, it's on the door. I don't, I don't want to mess up your string. I can't get into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's all right. I'll pull the string down. I didn't need that one. That one, I should have taken that down a while ago that I, that one was completely ridiculous. And you see a picture of Gyarados. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying, you know, thinking of ideas of what this could, monster could possibly be. And, you know, I went down a rabbit hole too far, you know, wire Pokemon and stuff like that. But that's ridiculous. There's no such thing as Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Under and I walk, in, I walk into the bathroom and be like, oh, it's in here too. <laughs> um, By the way, that's a great hand drawing of an abolith. Um, I need toilet paper <laughs> or a towel okay this towel's clean and I start wiping up my face meanwhile Val is humming the uh, Pokemon theme song <laughs> uh, yeah you think there may be a couple of other Pokemon that were over there as uh, Avery starts pulling down those strings as well you know like the Skrelpy or that looks like an algae is there a Lapras there is a Lapras and a Dratini 
Stop naming my Actually, wish Pokemon. <laughs> there isn't a Lapras because it's ice type. Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah. And so there's no ice over Ashley here. Ashley so revealing how not... little she actually knows about and Pokemon. And there, no, there would not be a Dragonair because it is a dragon type. Whoa. This could be a dragon. But Gyarados, oh, Gyarados is Gyarados a dragon? Yes, no. it is. That's true. Mm. It's water It only looks like water a dragon. Flying. That's right, it's water flying. Okay, fine. <laughs> Again, anyways, proving so, I don't know really. No. Oh, it's all right. Anyways. Avery doesn't know Pokemon either. It came up in her search and she went down rabbit holes. So she knows as much as you do when you go down rabbit holes. Right. So, which is a surprising amount. but <laughs> Sometimes too much. <laughs> yes. But Frequently. only in very, very, Frequently very small facets. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's like sections of apparently Avery found D&D. That night, <laughs> and that one's got some heavy lines and strings connecting it to the symbol of the lurker. Not that she actually found it, the symbol of the lurker on a D&D website, but more along the lines of D&D talks about possession and summoning and rituals and things like that. So, yeah, so Same. there's heavy things. So Avery doesn't know much about D&D, though. Huh. So Avery comments on the fact that you found the Aboleth. Oh, yeah. So apparently there's this thing called Dungeons and Dragons. And oh, my gosh, they have so many weird creatures. And that's, yeah, I put them all in the bathroom because I wasn't sure, like, how some of those monsters exactly go with Lurker. So I just kind of had some ideas up in the bathroom just to give me a, some well, perspective, you know. Well, the the Aboleth is um, somebody from the... The, or something from the far realm and from like like another plane of existence outside of something. I, I'm not too much into D&D lore. I'm more of a Pathfinder person myself. But um, <laughs> Pathfinder. Oh, I read. Oh, that's right. I read about that. That's kind of like that's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, right? You all are sure. speaking Greek to me. Ha. <laughs> um, yeah. But Val, you're very fluent in Greek. Uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to equations and things, I can't actually speak Greek. <laughs> I just know Greek letters. I'm going to point to uh, the one next to it and be like, yeah, the you mentioned that there were tentacles, right? So I, I got burned by something jellyfish-like. Yeah, yeah, so I found something. It's called a flump. Oh, it's definitely and not I a flump. Point to a picture of the flump. Are you sure it looks, I mean, it has tentacles. Well, it comes from the same same area, but um, <laughs> flumps are actually like good. Aboleths aren't necessarily. Any, anyway, we don't need to get into we don't need to get into fantasy lore. Um, Is this like a Harry Potter thing? Uh, wrong genre. Um, <laughs> aren't they all magic? Hannah's gonna ignore that. <laughs> and so, um, Hannah, I don't think you. I think you're good. I don't think you ruined anything. We do need to brush up on your interrogation skills, though. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. We'll um, plan. We'll have to plan. Maybe we can do something with Mark later today. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Aren't we supposed to meet him in like thirty minutes? Oh. Oh. I look at the time. <laughs> yeah. You. You did. You did say to come by about seven or eight. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's probably like six thirty at this point. I'm yeah, assuming. I'd say it's probably about seven. Basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. It's probably seven. Um. I'm. Can, can I keep this picture of the Aboleth? I, I think you might be actually onto something with this, but not quite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Aboleths have psychic abilities, by the way. They can communicate telepathically and connect to you and stuff like that. Are Aboleths real? Are they real? Are vampires real? Are lizardmen politicians can I, can real? I, Are those who real knows? Can I look at the Aboleth and uh, make a is it real roll? 
your dark history? Sure, make a dark history roll. Um, let's see. How does dark history work? <laughs> I'm looking that up too. <laughs> dark past. Dark past. Uh, if you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird. Okay, that's not bad for me. That's plus three. So that'll be ten. On a ten plus, ask the keeper two questions from a list below. When I dealt with a creature or one of its kind, what did I learn? I like that one. Look at the abolith. So you're saying that yes. No, I'm asking you when, but that's also an if. Not that they don't exist, Mm -hmm. but if if it's impossible that I've ever met with one. The abolith strikes chords in the same genre as demons from another plane. So that will lead into the next one. What black magic do I know that could help, and I'm going to insert us to answer the question more thoroughly about whether aboliths exist? I mean, demons certainly exist. They are one of the things that the park service is dedicated to containing. So Martin looks at it and says, maybe you'd need a summoning spell. It would require, and then he like kind of stops himself and just goes silent. I did see in my vision hooded figures probably doing a summoning. Oh, no, I meant a summoning spell to determine if it was real. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Let's not do that, please. By the way, Avery, and I'm going to pluck the two drinks from Martin's hands. These are for you. I didn't know which one you liked. Oh, thank you. I grabbed the orange juice. Okay, and I drink the cranberry juice. (laughs) So Avery has been doing this research all night. Can Mm -hmm. I use one of my holds for connect the dots? Yeah. Because she's got a lot of information here that she's been trying to connect. And I think we've learned some pretty good information over the past session. So like, she's got a section all about the fishing competition. She's got stuff about the angler group. She's got stuff about the, the lurker and summoning of some sort of a demon question mark. We've got someone wants to bump Red off for some reason. What the heck did he know? I don't know. I didn't pick up anything the previous night about, I don't know, like a government conspiracy or a corporate conspiracy, right? You, you haven't seen any evidence to support that. Okay, so we're just going to you know cover that side of the room. The blanket. Um, that side of the blanket. Over there. I'm looking at the connect the dots move, and mm-hmm. I can ask one of the questions. You can ask, is this person connected to current events more than they are saying? When and where will the next critical event occur? What does the monster want from this person? Is this connected to previous mysteries we have investigated? I feel like you already used that, or, or it was... That how was does kind this of mon- came up tangentially, actually, yeah. How does this connect to the bigger picture? I think that maybe you used that previously. Yeah, that one I think we did when we when I found the mark. So what does the monster want from this person? And I'm going to focus on red, because red seems to be the center of all of this. Or we can expand it a little bit to mean the entire Angler Club. Well, I have an answer, but I'm trying to spin it to fit information that you have. Okay. Another aspect or way I could look at the question is what does the Angler Club, because I'm assuming it's the Angler Club, what does the cult want from the monster? That could be another possible question that's not explicitly listed, but I feel like it fits as well. I don't know if that one's easier to answer. So I think in answer to your question, what does the monster want with this person in reference to Red? Okay. 
I think that you were able to piece together based on the timeline between Ruth's documentation of her vision, her experience, and when the people at the old cod said that they last saw red, and when Mark said that he last saw red, red might have been the person in the boat. Okay. Hmm. Does that answer your question? Um, not really. Like, it kind of does, and in regards to the fact that it obviously, well, it, I don't know what happened to him, but I don't know if I know enough information to know what happened to him. If he was the person in the boat. Do I get the feeling that he was like a sacrifice from this cult who is summoning something? Like, is that in all my cult summoning D&D whatever <laughs> research? <laughs> is it reasonable to think that a human sacrifice? The evidence that you see says that maybe, but it, like it, it's possible, but... The timing seems to line up his his disappearance with Ruth's scene of di- of a fisherman getting attacked on the lake. I'm going to point that out to people and be like, I I think, hang on, and I go to my little timeline board that I have. I th- I think Red might have been the person that was on the boat, guys. I'm pretty positive. Red was the one on the boat. Oh, now I don't know if he was eaten. I don't know if he was sacrificed. I don't. Do you how think often do you go out and fish at night? I don't know enough about fishing. I don't know how often people go out fishing at night. I mean, considering that he was the only one out there, was it at night or was it early in the morning? Essentially the same thing. It was like okay. three something. Eight. Okay, so okay, so not earlier than my inexperienced fisherman knowledge would have expected for any sort of fishing, unless you were in like, the middle of the night. Yeah, that's like yeah, a way. Find her, find her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring Rasputin into this. <laughs> I have some uncles who get out there pretty early, but 3 a.m. is kind of really early. Do you think maybe he was just there and maybe he was just collateral damage? I think at this point it doesn't matter why he was there. I think it's more important the fact that he went missing on that lake. And we need to avenge his death. No, 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 no. We need to stop it from happening again. That's our job. I mean, oh, okay. we're, we're not the Avengers. <laughs> I, I cross out a page in the manual. <laughs> Martin would like to um, make a fishing knowledge check. Um, unfortunately, I don't know that that's necessarily supported in this game. Um, <laughs> Your dark what, history. What if Martin would like to know, you know, know knowledge or try and see if he knows knowledge about the fact that night fishing is a thing and some fish only come out to eat at certain times of day, so you have to go when the fish are. I think that's reasonable to say that, yeah, that, that is the case. I don't get to roll a dice for it. But if I don't, you roll can roll a dice, dice for, for it if I, you want. I, I won't have a chance to fail and therefore he, get He's experience. trying to get experience. Yeah. I'm well, fishing for experience. <laughs> that pun wasn't worth an experience point. Yeah. No, that pun was definitely worth experience. Would it be uh, worth a, a, a power token <laughs> if we had that in this game? General knowledge checks are not a are not a thing in Monster of the Week. Martin will say, some fish only come out at night. You can't catch them very easily if they're not there. Let's ask Mark. How often Red would go out on the water at 3 a.m.? That's probably a good question to ask him. Indeed. Avery, can I borrow your keys to the van? I, I need to get in there. Okay, here, actually, let's 
If we're all ready, let's go ahead and go visit uh, Mark at the bait and switch. You you haven't had breakfast, or you're gonna be okay? Or do you need oh, to yeah, just yeah, grab yeah. I'll something? I'll be fine. From the, I'll just grab. Uh, like, not not the bait and switch. Mark is at the boat rental. That's right. Yeah. Mm. That's Ian true. is the one at the bait and switch. Which, by the way, Val, did you do that background check? Oh, that's right. Uh, hold on. And I will pull out my phone and I'll say, "Hey, Erie, can you run a background check on what's his last name? Ian." Ian. <laughs> his name is Ian. Ian. Hang on. I think I gave out the name. I think yeah. so. I can give it to Ian you. Kelly. Yeah. There, there we you go. go. Good note taker. Okay. It was somewhere <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> we thought we like. We- his name is Ian. Ian. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we were inventive. Uh, Erie, please do a background check on Ian Kelly, resident of Lake Lascogee Town. Is that the name of the town? Lake Lascogee. Um, we will go with Lake Lascogee Town. Okay. Sure. Cool. Um, resident of Lake Lascogee Town and owner of the bait and switch. Limit results to uh, males um, age 35 and older. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll start with that. Yes, Val. Running background search. All right. And I'm going to assume that's going to take a little bit. So I'm going to stick her back in my pocket. Stick my phone back in my pocket. Thanks. Okay. Well, let's go. Avery will sidetrack by the breakfast area, grab a bagel, and go back out to the car. All right, and I have already grabbed the keys from you because I'm eager. <laughs> I grab a, a ridiculously large handful of cream cheese. <laughs> Those cream cheese packets. Never have too many cream cheese packets. It's so true. Just the cream cheese, nothing to go with it. For her bagel. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought you were getting it for yourself. Well, that too, but you didn't have to bring that up, okay? I like cream cheese, and I cannot lie. Avery. Yes. Your phone rings. Who is it? I look at it. You received a couple numbers recently. Did you put either of them in your contacts? Yes, I would have, because otherwise I would have forgotten. Okay. Uh, this comes up as Ruth. Ruth Brookhaven. Oh, I answer it as I'm walking, mouthful of bagel. Oh, hey, Ruth. I'm sorry, one sec. <coughs> I, I choked on the bagel. What? Hey, Ruth, uh, what's up? Um, is this is this uh, Avery? Yes, yes, a this detective? is. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to call you people. Uh, um, detective works. Okay. Um, she, Investigator. She, <laughs> Investigator, yes. She sounds very panicked, very stressed. What? What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you safe? I'm safe. But the event that you all came asking about... Yeah. I saw it again. Last night? Exactly. I, mm-hmm. I was up working on stuff. And since you all came, it got me thinking about it more. And so I was out kind of purposefully looking at the lake. And there's definitely something out there. He's gonna die. I was about to say, did someone go fishing in the middle of the night again? Was it Mark? Oh, no! There, it, it wasn't a fisher this time. It, it looked like there were maybe a couple people in a boat, but something came out of the water and got them. What? The multiple people? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I, I haven't called the police yet or that, but I, I, you, you, just, you, you all just seem like the the people to talk to about the weird stuff. Yeah, what else did you see? You said there was the the glow underwater was still a thing? Yeah, there was a glow and then something came out. It was it was dark, but the moon was out. I couldn't see who exactly it was. I don't know a lot a lot of the people, but there were definitely two people. It looked like a 
a man and a woman. They were younger, but something came out of the lake, and it was big, just this huge mouth. And I didn't take anything with me, so I didn't, you know, didn't spill anything this time. But I, I've been up since then, just frozen, just scared, just. Ugh. I definitely wouldn't go out onto the lake, but there hasn't been any recorded instance of it coming out of the lake. So I think you should be okay. You said it was big. Are we talking like 20 feet big or are we talking like 50 feet big? It was big enough to grab the whole boat in one go. That's big. Meanwhile, I'm Avery's. Oh, uh, give me one second. I have to, as I duck outside, it's raining and pouring and lightning and I run for the car. And I jumped in the van. Okay, okay, sorry. So big. What time was this at? It was, it was, it was early. It was the middle of the night. Okay. Uh, I'd say maybe two o'clock. Okay. This thing is an early riser. Late night owl. Okay. Yeah, I would go ahead and call the police so that they're aware that they need to be looking for okay. a man and a woman who are missing. You said, so it was two people. Okay. Right. There was two of them. Okay. Yeah, I would call the police and let them know, yeah, and we'll stop by the police office later and try to uh, see if they found anyone missing. Okay. But yeah, thank you for calling, Ruth. This is very important information. I appreciate it. We're, we've got some leads, and we're still looking into things, so don't worry. We're, we'll find it. Thank you. Thank you. Just let me know what's what's going on. I, I, I'm, hap- I'm glad that I can help out, but I just it's it's terrifying. It is. I think you should be okay as long as you don't get in the water. So, don't get in the water. (laughs) Yeah, don't get in the water either. (laughs) Martin will take the opportunity (laughs) to absolutely say, it's growing, and then just continue on whatever he's doing. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and hang up on Ruth, and then I will tell the rest of you guys. You look down, and your bagel has the perfect layer of cream cheese on it. Oh! How'd that get there? And I'm pulling off food safety gloves. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so who was that? That was Ruth. Uh, apparently, there was another event last night at about 2 a.m. And a couple of people were in a boat. And something came out and ate the boat in one oh, gulp. Oh, jeez. It was a young man and a young woman. Maybe a date? Who goes on a date at 2 in the morning? Ruth is going to call the police. And so hopefully they'll have a better lead of... If anyone's missing in town. Well, it's a good thing that we're going to Mark's Boat Rentals to possibly get a boat to check out the area if we need to. Yeah, as Ruth is like, oh, don't go in the water. And I'm like, yeah, that, Goose Island. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm, not the water. I mean, it's kind of our job to do the dangerous stuff. It's true. Right. Uh, so while you're having this conversation, also the fact that you spread a perfect layer of cream cheese on our bagel, like... I just want to make the comment of, are you trying to butter up to the team lead to make up for your faux pas in your interrogation from yesterday? <laughs> no. The, the person who probably will you know, be writing your report card. <laughs> Not at all. That, that is slander. <laughs> Don't slander Hannah like that. Mm. That was Ashland speaking. Not Val. Val is too busy trying to fix her goo gun. <laughs> now, now the juice takes on different meaning too (laughs) 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 Hannah Hannah has this appearance Uh, of being like super friendly and wanting to help but deep down you see how manipulative and (laughs) 
I'm beginning to see. <laughs> she can really be <laughs> solid. She act. has a plus two charm <laughs> to manipulate someone. All right. So you you all are in the van. You are headed to Mark's, Mark's boat rentals. Yep. All right. With lightning flashing and rain. Oh yeah, it's a thunderstorm right now. Yeah. Man, we totally didn't predict this weather today, did we? Nope. Mm. Darn weathermen, they're never right. I wonder if it's dangerous to be on the lake during a thunderstorm, but yes. Yes, it, yes. Is. <laughs> it always is. That that's okay. Is We're not going on the lake, right? We're just going to interrogate Mark. With a boat Smile. rental place near the lake. <laughs> Maybe it'll blow over by then. We'll see. As long as we practice proper handling procedures for cases of lightning and thunder. And since we were going to come to a lake, I made copies for everybody. Please read over them before we go. And we're going to be okay, guys. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking mm-hmm. about safety and Val doesn't even have her goggles over her eyes. <laughs> She's just working on her just goo gun. <laughs> <laughs> These goggles are not meant to be used. They're just there, there for aesthetic. <laughs> Martin is helping you, you know, by holding it steady, but he does have his goggles down. Yeah, Val is 16 and don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Did I fix my goo gun? I believe you have a fabricate or repair or something like that. Yeah. So I have a fabrication workshop in my lab. I will say that you can repair one of them. So it just says, if you need to make a special item, roll plus weird. And on a miss, you've crafted the wrong thing. On a seven to nine, you make it, but only barely. On a 10, you make it and plenty of it, if that matters. Let's just go ahead and say that you have the tools and means and a bit of time here that you were able to make repairs on one of them. Okay. So I've recovered my goo gun. My electro blaster is still extra it, It's a little frizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tuck that into a corner of the vehicle that kind of has like a containment center just in case something <laughs> were bad to happen. It would explode. <laughs> it would just explode in that container. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm sure uh, that's in my lab. Right? Which, uh, mm-hmm. which gun is that? The Electro Blaster. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, got it. The violent one. The vi- yeah, yeah. Make sure to read that water safety since we're in a thunderstorm right now, Val. Yeah, I mean, please don't bring that one out. It's a containment box. It's meant to hold, like, uranium or something. Please tell me it's like a baker. Okay. I'm going to pass over the the chemical safety precaution <laughs> handling thing. It's meant to hold uranium. It oh, thanks. That'll be good cushion. Uh, and I stick it in there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is it called a PP, uh, PPI or something? I can't remember. I don't know. No, that's not right. PPE? PPE. That's personal that's right. pr- protective equipment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. PPE. Never mind. What does it matter? Plutonium-powered okay. idiot. <laughs> you that? Yeah. No. Okay, we get to Mark safely, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, good. You do not get struck by lightning. It Leave was a concern. Good. Yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. And it depends, it depends on if you go out in the lake in this. Uh, yeah. It's also, growing. since we're getting more involved in this investigation, and Val is getting a little more worried, she's putting on her armor vest mm-hmm. and putting her lab coat on top of that. She's also double checking that the battery is full on her plus one armor that kind of acts like a force field shield and requires battery packs mm-hmm. that use toothpaste. Yes, toothpaste battery. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the toothpaste. Yes. I am making sure that that is ready to go. Perfect. Any other preparation that you guys are doing before you step out? I have my duster and my gun. I'm going to carry my large bag so it kind of looks like one of those like lacrosse bags. And I'm going to put my hunting rifle and my sledgehammer in there. Your what? Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Do we need to have a talk with you about safety? The safety's on, and it's unloaded. Do sledgehammers have safety triggers? <laughs> yes, this one does. If it spells, it might. Is it like a switchblade? Oh, <laughs> switchblade no. hammer. I really want to ask Val to make one now. <laughs> switchblade hammer. She would probably make you one if she would it's could be such, successful. It's an intriguing concept. Technically, I could attempt it with a refactoring. See, the, the hunting rifle might stick out a little bit. I'm trying to think of how big across. She's got it in a fishing pole it's bag. It's got to be. That would make sense. I yeah, could put it in that. Mm-hmm. You it's may just have to a pick one up. Bulky. Unless you happen to have one on hand. But. Would Seven have one in his van? In, that's in a good question. In the unlocked question. section? Woody? Oh, the unlocked section. That's a. <laughs> That's I the think question. It's away. I need a bigger bag. This lacrosse one's not working so well for the hunting rifle. Uh, there looks like there's a gift shop over there that sells like There are plenty fishing. of available supplies. And I will say that if you want to, you can stop by and pick one up. I will pick one up. Okay. Quickly one buy one, now. come back, put the hunting rifle in, and then walk in. Yep. Now Everybody. you remember to use your personal credit card for that? Where did I put the receipt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So you are outside the shop? Yes. Can I get one of you to give me one aspect of the shop? Describe it in one way. One aspect of the shop? I could shoot it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I would say it is small. Okay, small? The actual shop is small. Okay. It's painted bright neon yellow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You know what? You know what? There's a mural of a shark. Like that Jaws picture of shark going yes. <laughs> right, right over the front door. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm done for it. Cool. So there you are. And you will have to enter through the, the jaws of the shark in order to get into the shop. <laughs> Can I request that there is a canoe on top of the shop, like on the roof? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> it is a boat rental yeah, he has a variety of boats, and you can see a dock nearby that's got some of them available. He's got some that are larger, and this is a you know, good-sized lake. Mm-hmm. So he's got um, ones that even have you know cabins in them and such, Ooh, okay, as nice. well as some small, just single-motor kind of putting about. So you enter. Mark is there. And one thing, that, as you have seen around with people, is that there are a lot of people in the area. Today is the day that the fishing tournament begins. As you enter, there are four or five people in the shop at the moment. Mm. Okay. I didn't realize that the tournament was starting today. Weekend. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, they're going to have a hard time fishing with the lightning. It may blow over by the afternoon, though. Yeah, people are mostly making arrangements for later in the afternoon. Because it is supposed to blow over by then. Okay, good. Mark sees you, and he kind of clocks you and like, all right, yeah, and kind of works and, and finishes up with the people that he's at marks out people's rentals after they leave you there y'all are the ones that i met over by the the cot the other day right you said you were looking for red you mean last night yes you said the other day yeah (laughs) (laughs) he had a rough one last night (laughs) it's okay you weren't the only one who apparently didn't get a lot of sleep last night and looks over at avery (laughs) (laughs) bags under the eyes she forgot to (laughs) fix her makeup (laughs) <laughs> How do y'all know Red? You don't seem to be from around here. We heard that Red was missing. We've been assigned to figure out what happened. We were assigned? Privately hired. Yes. 
By who? Martin is going to conveniently hold out his agency um, ID. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> I grabbed that one. Paranormal activity. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> our owners would like to. Or not owners, our owners. Our employers. Our, our, our employers. Our Y'all person. Are into some weird our client. <laughs> our client. Yes. Our client. Our client would like to remain unknown, but they are very concerned about what's going on in the area. They heard some weird things were happening, and then they heard that Red was missing. Hmm. Um, we've heard a couple of very odd stories going on. And so there's been a lot of concern. Actually, ooh, 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 ooh. do I have a move? Do you know have... of anyone who would have been on the lake at night? Maybe last night? So, yeah, I mean, fishers go out at night all the time, but I did have a rental. I don't have any that were specifically for during the night. Cause that's kind of, that would be strange and honestly wouldn't do that. But. I do allow people to rent for a few days, especially with the tournament. People get put the mm. reservations in early mm. and have boats on rent. So I've got a good five or six out right now. Okay. And like, even if they're being used for, like they're being rented out for a few days, like if someone really wanted to, they could take the boat out during the night if they... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's open docks. Did you happen to get any rentals within the last day or two? From someone younger, maybe not related to the tournament at all? Um, Who didn't I... mention it at all in their rental? Yeah, now that you mentioned that, uh, there was a fella. He's he's from out of town. Uh, looks like it says uh, Ryan. Ryan Sawyer. Okay. And he, he, di- he didn't seem like the fishing type. So I guess if we can... Go back to Red real quick. What do you know about Red, and when did he disappear? Uh, Red and I go back a long ways. We've been in this town for a long time. He's been a good friend. I'm not buying that gone to visit his sister thing. I'm not either. I heard that a couple times at the tavern last night, but it didn't sound right at all. Anyone who really knows Red knows that he wouldn't. He hates his sister. Hasn't talked to her in 10 years. Said he wouldn't. Yeah. That's highly suspicious. That's what really has got me upset. And there's something weird going on with the club. I was just about to ask about that. Is there anybody in the club that maybe had a beef with him directly or maybe wouldn't want him to participate in the tournament? So you guys are in the lobby there and he's got the counter in front of him. And he kind of leans back on the table behind him. He and Ian had a, a bit of a falling out. There was some sort of argument about Red's dog, but I don't think that was the whole crux of it. Last I heard or saw of him, he said that he was going to cool off um, and go to his favorite spot on the lake. Where's that? He seems to keep those kind of things tight, but I suspect it's out next to Goose Egg. There's a lot of branches and such out there where fish seem to gather around. What was the contention with Red's dog? I don't know the whole of it. Something about uh, his dog was sniffing around the bait and switch. You mentioned that he needed time to think. Did he say that the day he disappeared? Yeah. Did Red ever go out on the lake at night? Like three in the morning, late at night? 
I don't keep real good tabs on them. I don't like follow people around necessarily, but right. But I would, you would have a yeah. <laughs> you'd have a pretty good idea though if your friend was a night owl. If yeah. he liked to do like, night fishing, wouldn't he say like, "Oh, I caught this when I was out fishing at three in the morning"? Yeah, I would say he he definitely was one to do that. Okay, we've heard rumors that he was out on the lake at three a.m. the day he disappeared. That there was something out on the lake. Mm. Where is this house in comparison to the bait and switch? Is it nearby? Oh, like what was his dog doing by the bait and switch? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. It's on the other side of the main road through town, but not too uncommon. Maybe it was messing with some of his bins or whatever. Mm, okay. Is his dog still alive? I haven't seen anything around that. I haven't seen Red's car. I haven't seen anything for all intents and purposes. It looks like he's gone. Okay. What kind of dog is it? Mid-sized dog. It's a, it's a lab. Golden or chocolate? <laughs> chocolate. You couldn't, you couldn't tell because it was in the mud all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so I a guess, mud retriever. A mud retriever. <laughs> okay, so we know Red's missing again. He was known to go out on the lake at night. He is cooling off from a falling out with Ian about something about the dog sniffing around the bait and switch, and I'm assuming the dog's dead. This is just Kayla summarizing mm-hmm. for everybody, not actually saying this in front of Mark. Yeah, and the dog is dead, and... <laughs> uh, let's see. He wouldn't go see his sister, so we already knew that was false, so... Oh, have I see- heard anything that sounds like a lie to me and to my suspicious-minded person? No. Cool. So he seems fairly trustworthy so far. What is Zongoose Egg Island? So you all are investigators. Yeah. Right? Of a sort, like, uh, what, what kind what of things are you investigating? Disappearances. Odd occurrences. Things. Anything that they decide to send us after, honestly. It's a rather wide net. We're rather open-minded. I'm trying to figure out how to say we're open-minded <laughs> to supernatural without saying we're open-minded to supernatural because Martin's that didn't go well with handing him the, uh... <laughs> No! Val <laughs> grabs yeah. his hand. Well, he, he already saw, like, the first two two words off of the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the two keywords. Mm-hmm. He kind of sighs back. I've had my suspicions about the club for a while. There's been whispered comments about meeting up at night to a few members... For like a late night party or for like a seance? Or both. Whoa, Hannah. <laughs> I, n- I never heard they say anything about a seance, but you may may not be too far off. Oh, dear. Um, How far is bait and switch from here? He kind of leans out the window and it's like, you can, can almost see it over there. It's just around the corner, essentially. Thank you. Martin's going to start walking there. Val, Val, can you yep. follow, follow Martin? Uh, I'm following Martin. Okay. Do we see anybody in this area that we may have seen last night? It's raining is the problem. Funny that you say that. Oh. Hmm. Oh, no. Out oh, the, no. You look out there. You're One of the patrons from the bar is out. Not any of the quote-unquote named ones that you met. Give me one feature about them. Yes, one eye. Okay. That fish hook got him. You, you said he has a what? One he has one eye. eye. Oh, one eye. I heard okay. he has a Y. I was like, what is that? <laughs> right. Like a Y incision? <laughs> Did he die? He has a wild eye. <laughs> Crazy eye. Crazy eye. Ashlyn, can you give me a, a second feature about this guy? Yes. He, oh, what's the term where 
you have hair on the side of your head, but not on the top. Like yeah. you're bald on the top, but you still have balding. Okay. He he has like graying red hair that covers the sides of his head, but is completely bald. Bald as an egg on the top. Okay. You can see that as he takes off his cap real quick to kind of wring it out from the rain <laughs> as he's in the overhang on the shop across the way. He sees you look out. Who's looking? Maybe? Well, Martin yeah. and yeah, we'll I are Mar- outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking just yeah. around generally. But as he sees you all look that way, he turns and scuffles down the street. Hmm. I tentatively pull Avery's sleeve. One of the guys from last night is here. I asked. He, he scuttled away. Mark, who's that? And I point out the window. Looks out there. George. Of oh, the jungle? No. No, we'll use George. I like George. A very soggy jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't he they all? He is from the swamplands. <laughs> George, George, George of the swamplands. Soggy as he can be. <laughs> he leans out a little bit and can you can just see the disappearing feature of this man. No, that's that's George. He's another member of the, the club. He's got that vest he always likes to wear, and it's, like, bright checkered. Okay. I mean, if somebody's going to go out on a scouting mission, you don't wear a, an article of clothing that people, people can recognize. That's just, like, camouflage 101. Some people don't have the manual, Hannah. Or, you know, they don't need to worry about it when it's out of towners that they're spying on. Oh, but yeah. I can't say that because I'm not in there. <laughs> okay. You can follow Martin outside. outside. So, <laughs> sketchy. I'll need to think of more questions later for about the club. I don't, I can't think of anything right now, but there's definitely more information we can get about the club, I'm betting. Well, I'm still waiting for Erie to give me the results on Ian Kelly's background check. <laughs> so, it comes back. You get a... Photo? Do you normally get photos with background checks? Depends on what kind of background check you're doing. If it, if it's eerie doing it, probably. <laughs> so I'm going to say that you do get a photo, and it's very similar to that spooky old man that Hannah had an encounter with. That was staring at us mm-hmm. while we were sitting in the van waiting for Avery to come back. Yes. Yeah. Although he doesn't look as spooky in this picture. Mm. You know, he looks like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Less hollow. Possession. Disgrace. <laughs> hey. And is that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Honestly, because oh. he's got no history. Oh. Like, does not like, even have like a birth date or like residence? Oh, yeah. I mean, he... Okay. You got all he has, that. He has Sorry. no only criminal have a picture. History. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I assumed okay. you were looking for like criminal background. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't expect to see actual criminal history, but I mean, maybe misdemeanors or so something. So, what kind of things are you looking for in the background check, rather? So, I mean, Hannah had asked me for the background check. So, if there's nothing out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say he looks clean. It looks very mundane. Um, but yep. it is interesting that he looks normal in this picture, and he definitely looked like he had the devil about him last night. How many cell phone numbers does he have? Listed Probably. on the background check? Mm-hmm. Probably just the one. Yeah. Just one? Okay. Doesn't have a burner phone. <laughs> or his burner phone isn't registered as something that can be identified. That does feel like the purpose of a burner phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I don't know anything about burner phones, so I don't he know. He sent a guy with a checkered shirt after us. We don't it's know not if very it was smart. him. <laughs> okay. Maybe it was someone else in the club. That's true. You There's are nothing correct. wrong Just because Ian that. is the president of the club. Well, <laughs> you're not even going to finish that because you know how silly that sounds. Subterfuge is not about being blasé. It's about not being the type of person that you would expect to be doing what you expect them to be doing. Hey, Martin, do you think this rain's going to let up soon? Martin looks at the rain. No, lots uh, of left in it. Uh, it's happy to be raining. I hope it's gone within the next like hour. No, it won't be. <sighs> You're such a pessimist. And on that, we'll end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to do our end of session notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't save anyone from a fate worse than death today. No, you didn't. Thank heavens. Oh, jeez. So, end of session experience. Yeah. I did. Yeah, just just a little bit of investigating around. Mm-hmm. Um, not a, not a lot this time. Did you conclude the current mystery? Nope. 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 Did you save someone from certain death or worse? Nope. No. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. What did we learn? Aboliths. <laughs> they're mean, in D&D, apparently. Well, we did um, confirm that there's red. something something afoot with the, the English club. We, we were just spe- already knew that. Well, we though. were speculating before. We now have confirmation that something is afoot. Mm. And we did confirm that Red was the one in the boat. Mm-hmm. Is that bad. information about the world? Oh. We did also learn that the Goose Egg Island is very important because both Martin and Hannah were getting drawn to it. Martin doesn't know that he was is getting drawn to it. He just kind of, you know, pointed at the, waved at the lake. There's a lot of lake. The Goose Egg Island is in it. I feel like we got some good information and good discussion, but I don't know if we learned. I don't know that we learned anything about it. So no, no. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? No. I use my new power. Does I don't that think that count? counts. No. I don't think that counts. We need to have a revelation with Hannah <laughs> that she has psychic powers. I like the idea that we never do. Like she just never realizes it that the, because you're no longer really mundane if you have psychic powers. I think that maybe we learned about Hannah's habits, though, in style. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. Mm-hmm. We, true. we learned that she's a nervous wreck when it comes to uh, breaking rules. We oh, learned gosh. that Martin we learned wakes that up she... around midnight every night. Not every no. night. At least this night he did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not about his personality. That's just we an learned, instant that happened. We learned that Hannah failed her interrogation tactics. I did. <laughs> Spectacularly. Eh. Everything we learned, we learned is that Hannah. Val doesn't uh, have a regard for safety. <laughs> yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, we did. did, we, did was that ever in doubt? <laughs> um, I guess that's true. Mrs. I created an interdimensional space and nearly flooded the world with an invasion of alien life forms. I was just trying to get to Candyland. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> While trying to get to Candyland. <laughs> So it experience? exists. It's out there. I know it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think between these two, maybe we've got one yes out of here okay. um, for one experience point. All right. Sweet. Level up. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Just pushed a couple of you over that edge. Yes. Yeah. So that you can fall into the lake and drown. Ah, great. All right. See you all next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned to find out what happens next time.
on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. And now, our P.S. Looking through the window, Martin. (laughs) (laughs) What's all this? How should I feel killing people? Because you drain their life force. (laughs) Don't kill people. You kill people. No, he moves them on. That's right. He spares them. How much of Martin is actually still in there? (laughs) It's a great question. It's an excellent question. We will. Which I think I know the answer to. Maybe. From what you described. I know the answer. Yeah. The rest of us will probably never know.